0: What is up, friends? This is Ashley Daily Encouragement. I hope you guys are having a good week for what it's worth. Oh, man, I know it's, the world has gone crazy, y'all. I'm, I feel you. I'm feeling it. But I'm like, you know what, Lord? Help me to live out the things you poured inside my heart. Live out your grace, let your glory pour through my life. And uh, you guys, I just want to share a couple things with you guys. I had had a friend of mine reach out to me, John Gipta. Um, he has a ministry, I'm trying to remember the name of it, you guys, John, if you're listening to this podcast, that is so embarrassing, I would even forget, okay, John Gifta, you guys, uh, look him up really quick, he has, John, what the heck is the name of your ministry, I know what it is, why can't I think of it, I think it's just John Gifta, anyway, you guys, he's got a YouTube channel, and I can post it in the comments for you guys, but uh, he had sent me a message. Asking if I had a podcast talking about my testimony in terms of how I found my purpose. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I have one. I'm going to go ahead and make one. So uh, before I get into it, though, really quick, I just want to share something with you guys. I'm reading a really great book right now, though it can be difficult um, (sighs) if you're like me in the way of just being very self-aware Um, Maybe sometimes a little too critical of yourself, wanting to make sure that you are, especially if you have children, you guys, I have seven children. God knows I want to do the best job I can. And anytime I read a book talking about, you know, um, how to heal and that kind of thing, I think, oh my gosh, Lord, how have I maybe messed up my children this far from the things I wasn't aware of you guys. So I'm reading a book right now called Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. How to Heal from Distant, Rejecting, or Self-Involved Parents by Lindsay Gibson. I found it on Amazon one day. I was looking for another book from uh, John Townsend. I can't remember the name of it. But this one really caught my attention because as I shared with you guys, I grew up with alcoholic parents. They were very self-absorbed. And, you know, I used to think that none of that stuff bothered me, frankly. I thought, you know, because I'm nothing like my parents. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not raising my kids like I was raised. But I didn't realize how much the emotional isolation really messed with me. And my ability to uh, you know, maybe not ask for help or connect with people in a deeper way on certain things. I I, I can be very aware of how other people are, but I'm not always very aware of me in some ways. I know that sounds kind of weird, but what I mean is when I was a kid and I was trying to solve my own problems and take care of things by talking to people about what was bothering me about what's going on at home, because it was extremely dysfunctional uh my mother threatened me saying that i was going to get ripped out of the home so i had to learn to basically shut down my side of the equation and pay more attention to other people and and what they were doing does that make sense so for a long time i never really realized what was going on with me and, and the burdens and that kind of thing and this kind of leads nicely into me finding my purpose that john had asked me about so you guys how do i say this A lot of people say, I want to find my purpose. I want to find my purpose. And they're always trying to move forward, right? Well, if I just do this and I just do this, but we have to realize that the only thing that's holding us back at the end of the day is ourselves. So you have to be willing to, instead of going forward, you have to be willing to move backwards. And for a lot of people, they don't want to do that. It feels like a waste of time, but it's the things that are in the past that are, that had to be addressed, right? Especially if Um, You are struggling to find your purpose. I don't think your purpose is that hard to find if you're in tune with yourself and understanding the barriers that are getting in the way of you really thriving in life. I think a natural byproduct of God's grace being manifested in your life should be his glory flowing through your life, you accomplishing the things that he wants you to do. Now, I know a lot of times we can overcomplicate this as Christians, okay? Um, I used to separate what God wanted for me versus what I wanted. Now, for a lot of people, that could sound like all heresy almost, right? Uh, Blasphemy, Ashley. How could you say you have your own will and God has his? No, that's the truth. I have my own will. God has his own will. And at some point, we learn to work together. That's the whole point of being yoked up with Christ. Christ isn't just pulling the cart, doing all the work. I'm stepping with him in the process. He's teaching me how to do the things he wants me to do. And then as he empowers me, It's a lot easier to be in step when you have the knowledge and the understanding that the one has that's teaching you. Does that make sense? So anyway, how did I find my purpose? Well, I had to go backwards. I had to get in touch with myself and the things that were burdening me, burdening me the most. I don't even know if I said that word right, but I was burdened. I was stressed. I was overwhelmed as a Christian. I felt like I had no freedom in my relationship with God. It was basically strictly obey or God's going to judge you. Uh, There wasn't a lot of freedom. There wasn't a lot of joy. There wasn't a lot of peace because of certain things I believed about God and my own struggles I was having uh, just as a human being, okay? As I shared with you guys before, the biggest burden I had on me was worrying about what other people thought about me. That stunted me from, from so many things. Think about it. You may have a real passion about something, right? You know, whatever it may be. Insert here. What do you really love to do? Well, if people in your circle especially if they're christians they can be the most judgmental and legalistic people they can they could talk you out of using god's word from doing the things that god may have put in your heart to do okay for example i as i said i was struggling with worrying about what people think about me i was struggling with things that were happening in my church i ran into my cousin you know years before a couple years maybe a year before we ended up leaving the church And I was sharing with her some of the things that I was going through. It was a struggle, you guys. Um, Very controlling environment. Uh, You know, if you have a couch, you have a ministry. So basically, you know, forced, you know, people to live with you. Um, You know, you were gone like every day of the week. If you were not participating in what the church was doing, you were living in sin. Very legalistic environment. But I wanted to follow God. And I was convinced that doing what they wanted me to do was following God. Okay? Anyway. So... As I was sharing these things with her, she was like, Ashley, you need some boundaries. I was like, what? I didn't even know what the heck she was talking about. I didn't even know what boundaries were. As I told you guys, as a kid, a five-year-old kid, I learned to shut myself down. So basically, when you do that, you don't learn to name any of your emotions and what you're going through. Like I said, you don't pay attention to yourself. And that's why when Jesus said, die to yourself, I thought I was already ahead of the game. You know, emotionally, I died to myself. I wasn't paying attention to myself, how I was feeling or what I was going through, I had literally died to myself. And so when Jesus said that, I was like, sweet, Lord, like I'm ahead of the game. But I was, I was living underneath the weight of that, right? Because a lot of times we like to think that carrying our cross is completely shutting ourselves down and silencing ourselves. But we forget that Jesus lived from the inside out. He lived from the purpose God put in him and carrying his cross was, I'm going to live out my purpose, regardless of what y'all got to say about me that is really what it means to carry your cross but I'm completely going on another bunny trail you guys I could totally talk about this but anyway let me get back to finding my purpose so I realized the biggest burden I was living underneath that was worrying about what people thought about me okay the room I'm recording this podcast in is the same breakthrough that I had I I was sitting on the side of my bed one morning because I told you guys I get up every single morning I've been doing it for 15 years just about 15 years and pouring my heart out to God, seeking him, reading his word, spending time with God, trying to get to know him. You know what I'm saying? And so just one day, I said, Lord, why do I care so much about what other people think about me? That's the other thing, y'all. you got to be able to realize the biggest burden you're under. And then you got to be willing to take it to the one who says he yeah, has all grace, love, and mercy for you. Bring it to the throne of grace. I had to do that. I finally had to break down and say, you know what? i got to stop judging myself from what I'm going to God for. Have you guys ever done that? Have you ever not really trusted him or believed him for who he said he was? And then you turn around and judge yourself and accuse yourself because that's what the devil's really doing. The devil's accuser. That's what it says. He accuses our brothers and sisters before the throne of God every single day. That's what he does. The devil is the father of accusation and lies. Anyway, so, you know, you have to stop judging yourself for the things that you're bringing to the throne, right? Maybe you aren't trusting God. Maybe you are doubting him. But then all of a sudden, oh, but it says to trust him and you're not. So then all of a sudden you're living in condemnation, right? What's condemnation? Expressing an opinion against yourself, pointing out your wrongs, right? That's what we do to ourselves. But finally, I was like, I don't even care anymore, Lord. While I was still a sinner, you died for me, and this thing is killing me, God. I said, Lord, why do I care so much about what people think? And the only thing that pops in my head, right, the very next thought was, because you've internalized man's judgments of you. And I was like, what? What, Lord? And I had to write that down and I had to meditate on that, you guys. It took me like a year to really figure that out, what he meant. God had to unpack that for me. I had no idea what it meant to internalize the judgments of other people okay but then over time I started figuring it out and let me just give you a little quick example or kind of explain that to you a little bit so basically what would happen before I had this revelation I spe- if, so if I was hanging around other Christians or other people I wanted to be Christians right because we're supposed to evangelize the world and you know we want everybody to be saved and this and that so the people that I want to have influence with the most like let's just say my brother you know I really love my brother um my younger brother and uh you know he's got a special place in my heart and so you know when i became a christian um i think he was 16 at the time i really wanted him to be a christian too you know so i've always tried to uh be the perfect christian for him in the way that i thought would influence him the most and uh he had made a comment to me one time and um i found myself stressing out and thinking oh my gosh i was just a bad example or i didn't do whatever he thought i should do I have the Christian and I, you guys, I'll tell that. I'll tell that story in particular on another podcast, I promise. So anyway, I was sitting there and I was like, oh, great. You know, I'm not being a good example to him and forgive me, Lord. And it was really eating at me. Well, what I had done is I had made my brother, my judge, right? I, and you know, what, what is when you make someone your judge, that's a judge is someone you answer to, Okay. It's the person you answer to and explain yourself to. You think about when someone goes to court, right? That, you know, they don't want to get a certain verdict. So they try to explain themselves to, you know, try to persuade and give evidence to the judge that he would give another verdict that's contrary to the one, you know, they don't want a certain verdict. So they try to go ahead and present themselves to the judge in such a way as to persuade, right? But of course, you've got other attorneys in there that are going to try to, you know, nail your butt to the wall. But anyway, so I just remember hearing my brother talk. About certain things, and I would try to adjust my behavior so that way I would be a good example to him because my intention was right. I wanted my brother to be saved, I wanted to be a good example to him. But at the same time, I was living in conflict with myself because some of the things that he would say and I would adjust my behavior was not really a conviction I had. You know, it was just his own judgment, but I had somehow enmeshed my identity with his it's kind of crazy you guys codependents do that if you've ever been a codependent okay codependency is when your well-being is dependent upon the well-being of somebody else right you're not in tune with yourself you don't have any self-control you're not aware of yourself you're not responsible for yourself in that way you think you're responsible for other people so you adjust your behavior your thoughts your actions to everyone else you guys i did that for so long that's why i can talk about it so Anyway, I realized that I'd been internalizing other people's judgments. I had made the conclusions, because that's what a judgment is. It's a conclusion about someone or a, a situation. I had let other people's conclusions about me be my judge. Well, you guys, I am probably one of the biggest recovering people pleasers you'll ever meet in your life. I don't want people to have a bad opinion of me. I want people to like me. So, you know, I'm really good at adjusting myself and being chameleon at times. You know, but you guys, the weight of that, I couldn't handle it anymore. You know, because there were things in me that I was like, you know what? They can say that. And I know that's not true about me. I had to learn to create boundaries and separate myself anyway. So back to finding my purpose. I had to deal with my issues. Okay. If you want to find your purpose, you have to deal with things that are suffocating you right now, period. I'm sorry. Point blank. That's just the way it goes. You're never going to make any more progress than the burdens that you're carrying. How far do you really think you're going to go when you've got a hundred pound boulder on your back? Like, seriously, where are you going? You ain't going nowhere. You got to be willing to, to get that stuff off of you. And sometimes that, that's, that's harder. Or maybe sometimes you might think it might be easier. Because you carry the burden and you think, oh, I'm so strong. And you're still walking forward, but you're, you're going at a turtle pace. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just throwing it off, like Jesus says in Hebrews 11 or talks about that. Throwing off all the weights and everything that hinders you. And running with endurance right running means there's nothing on you and you know jesus said to scorn your shame y'all know what scorn means to not pay attention to it but the only way you're not going to pay attention to your shame is if you get out from underneath of it through the love and grace of god right so if you want to find your purpose you got to deal with your issues and then once you deal with those issues and you start to get healing in your life and you start to get to get perspective because think about it when you really think about healing especially if we're talking about emotional and mental kind of things It all stems down to a perspective shift. If you can ask God to shift the way that you think or see something, that's really as a result of healing, right? I'm not talking about physical healing, like when you slice your hand open, like my little, like my youngest daughter just did the other day. We were down at the beach and she was playing at the water and she fell and there's like a bunch of barnacles down there. Slice her hand right open, clean, man. Oh, it was rough, right? But, and that, that thing is healed. But we don't always have physical injuries like that, right? Some of injuries that you guys have and that I've had are more of the emotional, right? And the emotional all stems from the thoughts that we have. That is why I tell you guys all the time, if you get your thoughts under control and establish the truth, it's going to change your emotional well-being. A lot of people try to say, oh, don't live by your feelings. Well, your feelings are a byproduct of your thoughts, right? So for us to sit there and tell people not to live by their emotions, it's like to tell them not to think because they've thought their way into that emotional uh, state. Okay, and that's another podcast, you guys. I'm telling you there's so much I could talk about with this stuff. So anyway, I just really encourage you guys today, if you really want to find your purpose, deal with your issues. All right, that's number 1. And I'll probably do another podcast next week, kind of sharing with you guys a little bit more of my journey that I had with after I started dealing with these issues, right? I started dealing with uh worrying about what people think, asking God, Lord, how how do I internalize man's judgments of me? And that and you know what? I still find myself doing that at times and that's something I probably gonna have to continue to unpack for the rest of my life because uh you know there's some of these threads man i go deep right i mean <laughs> and just being human you know so anyway you guys that's that's the number one thing i can give you today finding your purpose is dealing with the biggest burden that's on you right now and tackling one thing at a time you guys because there's multiple things to this right it wasn't just that one thing there was other little things that were attached but I would say the biggest thing that was like the the, 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 the pinnacle thing that or I could say that was more of the foundational thing, right? Worrying about what people think, which leaked into this issue and leaked into that issue, right? It just sort of branched out from that one thing. It grew, it grew roots, you know what I'm saying? And so deal with that thing and uh, don't be afraid to take your whole self to God, right? Not just your good self and oh, I got to be presentable to God, but everything that he came for, your whole heart the things that he died for, the darkness in your heart, right? And darkness isn't just evil. It's just isolation, right? It's those parts of yourself that don't want to be loved or don't think can be loved, that don't want to accept light and mercy and grace, your whole self. And being able to look at yourself in, you know, with God, right? Together and not judge yourself or condemn yourself, blame yourself or shame yourself, right? you got to get out from underneath those four things. So anyway, you guys, it's been a super long podcast. My plan was to only do you know, five to seven minute podcast, but this was a longer one today. Anyway, I hope you guys got some value out of it. You guys continue to share it on social media. Give me a review on iTunes or Google or Stitcher or gosh, Spotify. I think it's on like seven platforms. You guys uh, don't forget to share it. That would be um, much appreciated. You guys, um, that way more and more people can, if this is blessing you in any type of way, you guys, it'd really bless me for you guys just to share it with other people. That's how it's going to grow. That's how other people are going to get access to these, these perspectives. You guys, I'm telling you right now, I didn't have anybody sharing these kind of things with me when I was struggling. And I really wish they would have. Um, I have I feel like I've been on my own the whole time, you know, especially on this journey the last five years. I know the Lord has been with me for sure. And he's provided resources and, and everything. But, uh, you know, in the circle I was in, talking about this stuff was forbidden. Okay. You did not talk about Christian. You didn't talk about psychology. You didn't talk about your issues, emotional issues. You, there was no it was almost like there was no therapy sessions for a christian i'm sorry it was like nope jesus is enough pray harder work harder whatever you know uh die to yourself serve others more do these things i was doing all of it i swear you guys anyway my friends i'm gonna get off here go ahead and uh, share the podcast check out food without friday on my facebook page daily encouragement with ashley campbell i can go live on facebook through my phone but i can't for youtube i'm gonna be taking a, a break from youtube pretty soon uh, I'm, you know, probably by the end of July, which uh, by the time you guys hear this episode, we're already, you know, in August here. So uh, this is a little late to make that announcement, right? But uh, you guys can definitely check me out on Facebook, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell. Like the page on there, so when I go live, you guys can be notified. Anyway, thank you guys for your support. Hope you've an awesome rest of the week, and I will see you guys next time.